chapter here. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, and a time to mourn, and a time to dance. Those are a lot more here, but these are the, the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we take some uh, time today just to think about uh, our year, our year past and the year ahead, how do you use your time and what are some habits, speaking of addictions, <laughs> things, what are some habits you have you say, this is a good use of my time. It gives me life, it, it fills me, it restores me, uh, it feels meaningful. And what are some things you do and you go, wow, that was uh, a waste of time. <laughs> so we each have 24 hours a day and how do we use that time? each day and the habits that we do have. Let's just take a few moments to pray silently as we think and meditate on that. So, so let us pray. Amen. So we think about our time and uh, the ways that, that we use our time. What are some <clears throat> things you do that say, well, this is a good use of my time. It, it, it fills me spiritually. It renews me. And then also maybe just examining some of our habits where... Uh, we go, maybe, I'd kind of like to get rid of this habit. It's not just uh, the most productive. I know uh, last night, uh, I called someone. I was in my office. I called at 7 o'clock at night, and they were all impressed that I was in the office at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. But what I didn't tell them is I spent most of the day watching football and basketball games, so that's why. <laughs> so if I could get rid of one thing, it would, that's another one of my addictions. I would watch less uh, sports on TV and it just, Oh, there would just be an abundance of time if I, I did that. Anyone else just on, on your time? Yeah, Linda? All good things about time and everything. <clears throat> well, as we move from uh, uh, 2022 into 2023 here, it's natural, hopefully, and I encourage all of you just to kind of look back on the year and just reflect on it, uh, what, what went well, what didn't go well, the highs and the lows and the celebrations we had during the year, as well as the, the defeats. And looking at what, what were our joys and our sorrows. And most years are mixed blessings. And I think we have a lot more peace and a lot more love when we accept that, that every year we're going to have, it's going to be mixed. There's going to be so much grace and so much love. And there's also going to be struggles and things that, that pull us down. And it always kind of goes together. <clears throat> What's that? Um, well, those bumper stickers. <laughs> I always comment on this. You see that say coexist. Uh, I always think about all those wide range of emotions and feelings and things we experience. They just coexist oftentimes at, at the very same moment even. So most years are mixed blessings. But hopefully we can move into the new year with peace and, and gratitude in our hearts. <clears throat> And each of us receive 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And really take some time to be intentional about how are we going to use those minutes and those hours each and every day. And time just seems to fly, especially as we grow older. And I often wonder where it goes. What just happened? <laughs> what did we do this past year? And I always try to slow things down uh, just by spending time uh, reflecting on events. I spend time every morning in contemplative prayer. 
and also realize I have the luxury of a, a very flexible job. So I can get up at 6 in the morning or 7 or 8 or 9 o'clock, and that can be the first thing I do is just spend that time in that, in that stillness and in that quiet. And I try to write about one event that happens during the day and ask myself, where did I see love in this moment? It really adds a lot as far as just the value and seeing that goodness and the beauty each and every day. And I also keep a calendar. I don't know how y'all keep track of your time. You can tell how old someone is by the calendar they use. <laughs> Most people are using the phones and everything. And I'm still very uh, old-fashioned. <clears throat> and this is one, I don't even know who sends this to me. I think it's maybe Ramitha over in uh, Cortez. But this is the official United Methodist program calendar. It's the official one because there's a lot of non-official of the non-official calendars like this roaming around. <laughs> but I love this calendar because it kind of keeps me on task and I can write down things. And I love just kind of looking at the calendar and seeing what I've written, what I've crossed out, what I underlined and put squares and circles around it. And for some reason, I get a lot of satisfaction. I know this is my ego. The more that's written on this calendar, the better I feel. <laughs> and if I did something I thought was really cool or good, and it wasn't, on my, I'll write it on my calendar just so I can cross it off. <laughs> just like a, some type of validation that I, I did do something. So I like to look at this calendar. And it kind of keeps me on task and helps, helps me remember things as well. And the other thing I like to do with this calendar is I love to just turn the pages from December or January here to February and then to March. And there's something about turning those pages. And I wish I could accept time in that change as easily as I turn the pages in this calendar. And I especially like to read, and I did this this week, to read the, the to-do notes that I write in my calendar. And I write some for every day, and nearly every day from last April is just full of reminders of people to visit, classes to attend, and prayer walks to lead. And on Friday, and I picked out April, by the way, see if I can find it here. I picked out April. I was especially proud of this month. Because there's lots of stuff written on in April. <laughs> okay, and I, I just really liked like, oh, I have all this good stuff. And you can see on Monday is fairly good. That's when I take my Sabbath day. So that's still pretty blank, the, the Sabbath day there. But April was really busy. And let me set this down here. <clears throat> and I noticed as I was going through the April a couple days ago here, on April 8th, on Friday, April 8th, a few of you were there. We walked in Boyle Park. We, we started a, a Lenten walk prayer series there. And we centered our prayers around just loving people. And we'd walk a little bit, and then we'd say a prayer, and just be still, and talk about what it meant to love people and who we struggled to love. And it was a sunny day, and there was a few flowers out, blooming orange and yellow and red. And eight to ten of us, we, we meandered slowly around the park, that circular 
tree that lined the path. And we prayed silently. And we drank in nature's first green. And it was a moment of rest and restoration. And Wayne Mahler writes, when we become still and allow our life to rest, we feel a renewal of energy and a gradual clarity of perception. When we rest, we have that clarity. Yet I and we, we often struggle to find time for rest and renewal. And how much of a priority is that as we start the new year and start making plans? I need to make plans to rest and to be still. And we fill our days with things to do, some of which are very necessary and some that are not. And how intentional are we about our need to rest and to replenish our souls? And as we make our New Year's resolution or plan our year here, Will we create time and space just to simply be? Just to be. And overall, my April calendar, as you can see, is just full of scribbly notes and circled events and asterisks and question marks and lines drawn through canceled appointments. And it looks very busy. Like I said, I have to admit, I'm kind of proud of that. And I don't remember most of it, though. And underneath the maze of activities, as I was going through this, because I, I just forget everything, I noticed that you can tell there's lots of writing on the official program calendar for this week. It was Holy Week. I didn't even realize it because I had written so much over it. <laughs> but it was Holy Week. <clears throat> and I remember on Good Friday last year, and a few of you were there. On Good Friday, though, on April 15th, I had a little note there. It said, 6 p.m., Cedar Grove Cemetery, Good Friday. And I remember the peace as many of us gathered around the quietness out there on that hill. And the deer were grazing in pilchers, hayfield. The birds were singing their last songs as the sun was setting. And we told stories of loved ones who had passed on and the gifts that they gave us. And several of us talked about our Good Fridays in our lives and what it was like moving through that. And Christ was present with us. <clears throat> and we gathered around an old wooden cross that we had uh, above our church for many years. I'm not sure how long ago we had that wooden cross on top of our church. Here. But we gathered around that old wooden cross, and it was draped in a black sheet as we sang, and our end is our beginning. And it was a really good Friday, full of love and sorrow and sadness and joy. And it's good to remember that time and that space that we created that particular day. And grace found us on a hill far away. And do we take time during the year here to remember where did grace find us this past year. can't speak for you. Sometimes I get to moving and I don't even notice that that love and that peace is all around me or within me. Do we take time to remember those moments of grace? <clears throat> and as I turn these calendar pages from one month to the next, from April to May to June and July, 
a pleasant surprise greeted me. <clears throat> this month here. <laughs> it was basically blank. It was my best month. <laughs> my best month of the year. <clears throat> I heard someone mention it, Alice mentioned it here. But there was a little note on the 4th of July, <clears throat> and it says, start long walk home. <laughs> start the long walk home. <clears throat> and that's when Ro and I, we went on, he went on a sabbatical with me. And we hiked the Colorado Trail there. And the page is clean and fresh with just that little simple note. <clears throat> So I went on this sabbatical with Roe and we hiked the Colorado Trail for 34 days. We walked under the sun and the stars and we walked through the rain and the lightning storms and we drank from mountains, mountain streams of living water. And we met angels smoking marbles and we got lost and we got found again in the wilderness and beauty saved us. <clears throat> I read that somewhere. I'm not sure who said that. Beauty will save us. And I think the slower we go, the more we notice the beauty around us and within us. In this particular time on my calendar, it's blank and it's empty, even though my life was full. And as we reflect on 2022, are we more aware of living in the presence when we are empty, when our days are not full? And how do we meet that challenge of having less instead of more and just appreciating all that is around us? And Father Ron Rollheiser, he writes, I suspect, I suspect for all of us that we had a year of mixed blessings. It had its cold, bitter moments and more than enough heartaches and headaches. But for all of us too, I'm sure it had its moments of joy and its newness and extraordinary things. And isn't this life for all of us? Isn't this what we can kind of expect every year, these mixed blessings? And just taking time to notice that which is good and beautiful and fills us with awe. And we're starting a new year. We're starting a new year today, matter of fact. <clears throat> and I love this. Oh, by the way, somebody, this is kind of funny, on July here... <laughs> I go, oh, that's such a nice little clean page. And I noticed someone, I left this calendar on my desk when I left, and someone wrote on the 26th, 8 a.m. hike with Mark Ott to Madden Peak. I go, who messed up my calendar there? <laughs> Did any of you go on that hike <laughs> up to Madden Peak? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I made it on here somehow or another. <laughs> well, anyway, we have a new calendar, a new year in front of us. And all of us have a similar calendar. It's just completely blank, other than a few things the church put on here. And how are we going to fill those blank spaces? It's empty right now. <laughs> and I would suggest that the more empty we can keep it, the better off our year will be. <laughs> and we know there's certain things we have to do, but there's also a lot of things that we can let go of. And just taking that time just to be still, to be in the presence of God. <clears throat> and from time to time, 
May we be intentional about creating space, about creating space for stillness, space and time for, for prayer and meditation, creating space and time for relationships and listening, time to listen not only to our hearts, but to the hearts of other people as well. And my prayer for all of us that in 2023, with the grace of God, that we may lie down in green pastures. We may sit beside still waters. And grace may restore our souls. Amen.